It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This, yeah, this is really, really important to think about in terms of your strategy for later in the season. Because I think there's a, oh, there's going to be double game weeks in 34 and 37. Yep, you're absolutely right. But you ain't going to get many teams are doubling both of them. I didn't know. No, me neither. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Planet FPL, the world where everything revolves around fantasy Premier League. My name's Such. And my name is James. It does feel like a long time since we sat in front of a it's microphone. True. Why are you wearing a scarf, babe? It's fucking cold, bro. <laughs> I just haven't taken it off. I thought, let's wait till we get to uh, a room temperature and then I'll take it off. Okay. But it is cold. What's wouldn't want to get ill, would I? Because then you'd uh, <coughs> Welcome to Planet FP. You know, all that shit. Don't want that. Uh, Don't need that in my life. It's chip time, everybody. The yeah, FA Cup started. Oh, oh you yeah. sound thrilled. Yeah, so excited by that thought. Great. Okay, fine. Well, some of us are anyway. Some of us like to strategize, even if we don't quite know what we're going to do yet. Um, and I think, by the way, if anybody's listening to this scene, thinking it's going to be an optimal, this is when to wild card, this is when a bench boost, this is when a triple captain, this is when a free hit. It doesn't quite work like that yet. Yeah. Um, but we'll talk about some ideas and give you kind of a, a little bit of a, a roadmap of what's happening going forward, things to look out for in terms of blanks, doubles, what can, what can't happen, etc. Um, but before we do, I want to cover off a, a few of the headlines from the weekend, Serge. Yes. Um, so firstly, congratulations to the four non-league teams who were in the FA Cup at the weekend. Had varying degrees of success. Uh, all the shot had their pants pulled down at West Brom. Chesterfield led at Watford but lost. Maidstone obviously beat Stevenage Borough. Lowest team <coughs> left in the competition. Sixth in the National League South. They've drawn Ipswich Town away in the third round. And Eastley's reward for drawing at Newport, and should they beat them in a replay, will be a home tie with Manchester United, which would be incredible for them, obviously. That would be a mad, mad fixture. Um, suppose I should talk a bit about Tottenham. For those who are new around here, I'm a big Tottenham fan, so just a big West Ham fan. Medium. Um, Not as big. Medium. Pedro Porro. 
You scored a goal. Boom. How many FPL points did you get at a weekend? I got shit yeah. loads. I think I cleared 100. I didn't even, I don't <laughs> even know. Shit loads. <laughs> I don't even know who won the FA Cup ties, James. I think I, I think I got over forty from Trent, Gusto, and Porro alone. I think did Trent do well? Did he? Well, he assisted the first goal, didn't he? So I'm taking oh. a twelve pointer for that. Okay. What about Gusto? Did he do yeah, well as well? Same twelve pointer. I'm nice. taking that. Yeah. Pedro Porro, definite fifteen pointer. I love all the uh, save your points for the league. Don't score in the cup and all that. Listen, we told you it was coming. We just didn't say what competition Pedro yeah, would score in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Timo Werner? Um, I want to believe that he will be successful. Like, I, I believe there's a footballer there. I believe there is one. And I'm kind of like, okay, well, uh, Ange will be able to get the best out of him, counter-attacking football. Will he be able to make runs in behind? He's definitely got pace. Will Ange be able to turn him around? And then I get reminded by all of the stats of his spell at Chelsea and just how bad he was. And... Um, I'm like, yeah, actually, yeah, Let's maybe say how not. how bad his finishing was. In yeah, fairness. yeah, true. So I'm torn on Timo Werner. I like to think that he will be successful because I, uh, I don't want wish ill on anyone. But then I get reminded that his, his actual record was pretty poor. So maybe he will be a flop. I, I'm very torn, James. I don't know which way I sit on it. Uh, I know that we need a body <laughs> because yeah, that's we don't not necessarily have a good thing. So that's helpful. Um, but you see this lack of hair on my head. A lot of that's to do with Richarlison, I think. And Timo Werner playing with him is probably not going to help. So come back in May and I'll probably be looking full on slaphead, I should imagine. I'm, I might just go... Well, look, it's a loan I'm, deal. I might just go razor on it completely. It's temporary. Imagine these two trying it's to finish chances between them. Yeah. <laughs> as long as uh, Timo Werner keeps his uh, shirt on, we're all right. The FPL relevant on that in the immediate is that uh, obviously it's not official. We think it probably be made official today, Timo Werner joining Tottenham on loan. Um, the impact's obviously on Richarlison, who is absolutely safe in terms of, well, Sonny's away at the Asian yeah. Cup. But after that, we're guessing at the moment, aren't we? I think the, the general assumption seems to be that Werner will probably come in and play on the left in the immediate. But then when Sonny's back, he probably goes there. So then what up front? Could it be Werner right and... Richarlison stays up front. Could it be that by the time Sonny comes back, Werner's blanked in five games in a row yeah. and just gets benched? Yeah. And this is not even uh, part of the plans and consideration? I, I think, personally, personal opinion is it's off-putting enough on Richarlison. Um, he won't be the one for me. And to be honest, I woke up, was it Saturday morning that Werner news broke? I think it was Saturday yeah, morning. I was like, weekend. what the hell? Yeah. Listen, sitting at White Lane Friday night, I was already like, Richarlison is not going to be the guy for me to replace Salah and Son. Okay. I don't need that in my life. Uh, congratulations to Newcastle on winning the Time Weird Derby and congratulations for Sunderland for dressing up the home end in Newcastle kit in the bars, etc. The away end. The, uh, the, the latest one I heard yesterday was... It was, was the away end, there was, but part, it was the home end normally, but it was, the, for the purposes of that game, the, the latest one end. I heard yesterday was that the Wi-Fi was down or something, so they was giving out free beer to Newcastle fans as well. No. That's what I heard. <laughs> because the Wi-Fi is down. I don't know why that... There should be free drinks at every West Ham game I'll because be, they always I'll try and tell us that the Wi-Fi at the London Stadium is... Log into the Wi-Fi at London Stadium. There's never Wi-Fi. Have but, you got Wi-Fi at your place? But I don't know if it was if it was down at theirs. Maybe their computer systems weren't working for their tills or whatever. I've no idea. Do, do you get Wi-Fi at, at the lane? I, yeah, yeah. Does but it I, work? To be honest, I never use it. Okay, I don't, don't bother. Uh, I don't use my phone enough in the ground, so yeah, shit. yeah. We, we, it's advertised, but it never works because obviously so many people trying to log on to it. So yeah, who knows? 
Newcastle's reward is a trip to Fulham in round four of the FA Cup. I take it you watch West Ham Sunday? Nope. No. I tried to find the stream. Couldn't get it. Couldn't get one. Oh, well, times. Uh, yeah, I only looked on the, the old dodgy box. I didn't actually then go on websites and try and find one. The fact, well, as soon as I couldn't find it on the dodgy box, made my decision for me that I couldn't be bothered to watch it. And so it didn't. Okay. Jared Bowen's injury. What do we know? We don't. Uh, he hobbled off at the end, right? I'm, I'm going to... This has just been overblown a bit here, isn't it? Most I likely. Uh, have uh, PTSD from... Bowen got injured away with England with this fluid on the knee thing. Yeah. I'd sold him. He missed the game, but then came back and then continuously been chipping away since. And I, I never got him back after that injury because I never had the opportunity to get him back. So the fact that I have sold on an injury that didn't last that long and then he came back to score shitloads of points means I'm ignoring the injury news. Wait till we get closer to the time because unlike Richarlison not being a Salah or Sun replacement for you, Bowen is definitely up there as one of my Salah replacements. Uh, him and Foden are the two that I've narrowed it down to. So I would like to wait and see. I'm going to keep my powder dry with Jared Bowen. Even though he has got a knock, I'm not like... Do you know yeah. how many transfers in for Jared Bowen so far this game week? How many in? Yeah, transfers in so far this game week. Uh, I'm going to go with 50,000. 750,000 nearly. Oh, but then a large chunk of them are before the weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is yeah, like yeah, since yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. the... So they're before... It's because he had a price rise, right? He's had two. Has he had two? Yeah, he would have been on for free. Wow. Without that yellow flag. I didn't he'd had two. And I he knew might, he might still be. Yeah, wait and see with Jared Bowen is the... Is the uh, he, he's not the most bought player this week. Do you know who that is? The most bought player this week. It's not Salah or Son. No, really? Uh, <laughs> no, but people do dumb stuff like that. Uh, I'm going to go with Erling Haaland. No, Cole Palmer. Okay. Coming up to 850,000 transfers in. Let's touch wood that he doesn't get injured tonight, right? Uh, Phil Foden also massive as well there's over 400,000 have already bought in Kevin De Bruyne who said yesterday that he won't start at the weekend (laughs) (laughs) honestly I love it I love it I love it I love it Um, the housery my take on on Bowen is look we we don't know at the moment and obviously because West Ham don't play till the second weekend of game week 21 there's every chance we don't get any information before the weekend yeah Um, but my, my take is that the incident happened literally right at the end of the game he was kind of helped to walk back towards the side of the pitch, but I think it's partly because the game was over. And I think it'd probably be fine, is my take. But there's probably enough there to think, well, I don't want to captain him if that's what people were thinking of doing. Yeah. Again, advice would be, if you are going to do something like that, vice-captain someone that's playing this weekend, like you know, something sensible like Ollie Watkins or something, who's obviously 99% to start. Erling Haaland did not appear for Manchester City. Phil Foden did again and scored twice and he's very much on radar. Um, what do we think of Haaland at Newcastle this Saturday? Straight in? Because he has been training now. We do know that. But then why did he not feature at all? For me, it would have to, I would have to take a hit to get him in. Yeah, doing it, mate. I don't feel like I am. I don't feel like... I, like if I don't do it this week, though, thousand percent, it's earmarked for the week after. Like, I... I think the most I could put myself through is one week without Erling Haaland. I think because I've got to get rid of Salah this week uh, and Salah to, to Bowen or Foden will be the one, I can push forward 
the Holland transfer for one week. Um, yeah, I think I can. You know, you know what he can do, though. We yeah. all know what he can it do. He needs Pep on Thursday or Friday to say he's, yeah, he's going to start. And if he does, yeah, minus four and caps him, just get on with it. Yeah. But otherwise, based no, on Newcastle's form, uh, albeit, yeah, look, they, they beat Sunderland, but it is what it is. I'm not taking as, that into as league well. Form. Obviously, the game with 21 deadline is now this Friday, in case you've missed that. 6.30? 6.15pm deadline. 7.45 kickoff, is it? Burnley Luton now kicks off at 7.45pm on Friday. That's due to Luton's draw with Bolton in the FA Cup. It was previously arranged that should either Luton or Burnley have a cup replay, the game would be moved from the Monday to the Friday. Why they didn't just fucking schedule it for the Friday in the first place is anybody's guess. But anyway, so it's a Friday deadline now. So then from Friday... So the game week 22 deadline is now, what, 17 days, I think. 18 Whoa, days. Almost three weeks. And people will be buying Holland from Friday night. Yeah. I'd probably recommend against it. Because he'll have an FA Cup full front tie at Tottenham to get through first. More on that in a second. Is that who you got in the draw, is it? Do you not know the draw? No, I didn't look at the draw. Do you really not? I didn't look so at the draw. You don't know West Ham I got either? Nope. Well, well we we got a replay. You've got, what a, defeat, we've got, you've got a defeat at Bristol City coming next midweek. We've got yeah. a, we've got a tr- <laughs> uh, replay first. You have Nottingham Forest or Blackpool at home. Should you advance, such? Okay. Uh, did you watch any of the football at the weekend? Uh, did you watch Arsenal Liverpool? Nah, I didn't. No. Good game. Very enjoyable. I'm trying to think if I bothered with any FA Cup. No. No. You don't watch highlights. Nothing. Have you not seen Patrick Bamford's goal? Yes, I have seen oh Patrick Bamford's goal. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I did see Patrick Bamford's goal. I saw... Do you not think the keeper should have saved it? I saw the, whatever was clipped on Twitter. So, like, the DCL... We spoke about this on the pod, oh, anyway. The, the red card oh and a few God. bits and pieces of Patrick Bamford goal. A couple other goals I've seen, but nothing that I've sat down religiously and... I think they only think Calvert Lewin off so people had something to talk about from the paint draw maybe, of that football match. Maybe, Patrick Bamford's goal was... Uh, class special and no the goalkeeper yes. shouldn't have saved it obviously class. not um, yeah obviously big I, I guess psychological win for Liverpool Arsenal um, which I was speaking to Clayton yesterday do you take the uh, stance that Arsenal should have won or not because I've heard a lot of uh, oh 18 shots should have won I mean, by the end Liverpool had enough of their own chances but, but it's cer- a broken record now with Arsenal so many shots we should have won Arsenal should have gone ahead during the course of the game there's no doubt about that Mm. Um, but this is a repetitive theme now with Arsenal. Well, they've had over these last three defeats, including the West Ham and Fulham games, over six XG and scored once. It's a problem. So, who knows? Maybe Crystal Palace will be in for a slapping in game week 21. They'll, they'll certainly be up for it. There's no doubt about that. Um, I don't think we learn anything from Liverpool perspective in terms of who will replace Salah, per se. Um, I heard Dan, a lot of rave reviews about Jota. When he came on, yeah, yeah great. They, they, I think he, he's the one most of us would like to go to, naturally looking for midfielders at the moment. Yeah, I haven't disregarded disregard, uh, him yet, Jota and, as and well. Diaz has obviously put his hand up um, following brilliant execution of the second goal as well, in terms of if you want a midfield player. Dan had said on COTC last week, Dan Lord, that he thought that Elliot might be used there quite a bit, and that's essentially what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's an alternating narrative. He thought there was every chance that there would just be rotation between the four attackers that were left. Um, and I think there's going to be a little bit of that. So, I mean, by Jota now, even after tomorrow night, after they played Fulham in the Cup, to know that he's going to start at Bournemouth next week, I don't know how you do. We'll never have, obviously, the, the tie against Fulham again after that, then FA Cup full round. 
guessing in terms of your forward thinking of who plays what games and stuff. And listen, someone like Jota has proven, by the way, in the past that he can return off the bench as he did getting a, an assist at the weekend. For Arsenal, I think um, naturally for a club like that, when they lose three games in a row, you're going to get a bit of a meltdown from the fan base. But I don't think it's as bad as it's it It's not just looks. three games in a row. It's one win in seven. It's like it's been a yeah, been a stuttery be, yeah, run for a before while. Before the three defeats they drew at Liverpool, and they deserved the point they got that day. They walloped Brighton. Yeah. They drew. And they were good they, against. They Brighton. drew at PSV in what essentially was a friendly. So okay. it doesn't matter. So again, you know, look into the finer details. I don't think it's quite as bad as it looks. As I said to Clayton yesterday, I said, like, look, if you want to stay in the title race, you've probably got to win the next two games against Palace and Nottingham Forest before you then play Liverpool again. And then, look, if they won the next three, then they're very much back Still in it, it, aren't they? Yeah. Absolutely. It's too, too long to go to be writing them off, I don't Agreed, think. yeah. It's very tight at the top there, so... Yeah. Yes, um, I think that kind of rounds up. We're obviously not going to review 32 games, and I think you're probably more interested in terms of the I wouldn't be able to help you with that, mate. No, I know that. I don't, I don't, do you know why? I don't know why I was a bit indifferent with the effort. I think it's just, it's so early in the competition right now that, um, and with the, with the way that obviously it's a draw, it's like you guys, right? You've done well, you beat Burnley. What have you been rewarded with? What? Oh, we, City. A little bit lucky again, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. The only two big chances in the game fell to Burnley. Uh, that's what I saw. And then you've been rewarded with City and you're like, okay, great. Like, of all the, you, you just, it is really frustrating when you get the likes of Liverpool at Anfield or even City and you think, right, okay, the probability of you going through now has dropped. Of I mean, you have probably the best record against City of all of the clubs in the Premier League. But it must come to how. an end. <laughs> yes. And uh, is that your place? Yes. He's so desperate to fuck you <laughs> up at your place. <laughs> Did you not see? The, so the, desperate. The famous clip was getting shared around again last night, wasn't it? It was like, now you've done the treble. This was to Guardiola. Now you've won the treble. What do you want to do this year? Score at Spurs. Score at Tottenham. <laughs> that was it. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it is frustrating early in the, in the cup. But as then, much look, as we've we got all a good... would have gone, oh, no. Trust me, the City fans did as well. They'd have been like, not Tottenham. Yeah, true. Even with our... Because like, we scored so early uh, and I was still struggling to find a stream five minutes in, the fact that we'd gone one up actually made it easier not to watch. I thought, okay, well, we're one up now. We'll be fine. Well, we clearly weren't. Um, and this is where replays and what have you, we did a whole podcast on this with, with the Patreons, can backfire and uh, be a problem now. So our, our, our international uh, mid-season break is now curtailed a little bit because we've got to start three or four days earlier because we've got this replay to deal with down in Bristol now. You've got Not good. seven Premier League teams have got replays now next midweek. You've got Paqueta going off early, injured. You've now got Bowen who's hobbled off, injured. And you're like, do we need it? This is why I was like, as much as it's a competition we can win, still a bit of a, do we need it? Do we need it in our lives? But uh, I'd rather win and go through, don't get me wrong, than lose. I'm not saying that I'd rather lose and be out of the competition, but it's definitely not up there as top priority at the moment. The draw, which was made last night for the yes. fourth round, is fascinating in terms of its impact for what happens next. That's what people are here for, James. I Apparently so. Um, there are a lot of, obviously, Premier League teams have, have drawn each other. We've obviously just mentioned about Tottenham and Man City playing each other. Now, those two would have been favoured to at least get to the quarterfinals. And obviously, one of them is going to not make at least the fifth round. Who knows? Maybe neither of them will make the quarterfinals. Maybe the winner will get Liverpool away in round five. Chelsea and Aston Villa have drawn each other, which feels like a bit of a coin flip. That's Stanford Bridge. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say a coin flip. Yeah. I mean, Villa would probably still be favourites. No, but I think you'd slightly to Chelsea slight. at home. 
Ooh, okay. Yeah, I think so. Um, so, I mean, but that could easily go either way. You've got Fulham at home to Newcastle, which Newcastle will be favourites for, but... For sure. Some Fulham's, of Fulham's record's been decent. Some of Fulham's especially home at, results uh, have cottage. been yeah, yeah. very good this season. Uh, Brighton have got to go to Sheffield United. Brighton should win that. Yeah, should do. But Chris Wilder, Sheffield United might be the sort of team that's set up and make life really ugly and horrible for Brighton. Yeah, and if Brighton still keep having niggling injuries and a rotate team, he may just use it as an opportunity to rotate a bit and rest. You never know. Should Luton make it through their replay with Bolton, they'll go to Everton or Crystal Palace in yep. the fourth round. That's another all-Premier League tyre. And should yourselves and Nottingham Forest both get through your replays, you play each other in another all Premier League time. Good. I prefer it that way. It's uh, spicy. Spicy. Yeah, I prefer now, it that way. What it possibly means is we'll get to the fifth round and it'll be like just Premier League teams against championship teams. It <laughs> might be a bit of that. Yeah. There's a maximum of 10 Premier League teams who can make the fifth round. That's it. So then you only need two of the other six to draw each other and you've got a confirmed non-Premier League team in, in the quarterfinals, haven't you? Yep. And the chances are that'll, that'll probably happen. Um, winners in terms of the draw would be Liverpool, Norwich or Bristol Rovers at home. Manchester United have a trip to uh, Newport or Eastleigh following their victory at Wigan last night. Uh, Bournemouth have been drawn at home to Swansea. Wolves reward should they beat Brentford is a trip to neighbours and rivals West Bromwich Albion. Which boing would boing. be yeah, quite fiery in the, in the fourth round as well. So some really interesting tyres. And it does make projecting what will happen in terms of what games may be postponed further down the line quite difficult because a lot of these, even Tottenham City, you know, Chelsea, Villa, what I'm saying is they haven't got tyres we can go, say with respect, like United at Newport or Eastleigh. You can kind of assume that they're probably going to go through. Going to go through. You can't with the others. I get it. No. It makes it much more difficult to predict. Manchester City will be favourites to beat Tottenham, but there is jeopardy. Yes. Chelsea Villa, there is it's Jeopardy. Newcastle at Fulham, there's Jeopardy, and exactly that, right? We spoke about West Ham potentially playing Forest. Well, it might be Bristol City against Blackpool. It could be. So, I think first thing it's worth doing is just running through a, a little bit of a, a roadmap of, of the season. So, we've obviously got the Carabao Cup semi-finals, which start tonight with Middlesbrough against Chelsea at the Riverside. The second leg of those ties is in two weeks. That is before the FA Cup fourth round, which is the weekend after. The FA Cup fourth round tyres will be played before Game Week 22 starts. Game Week 22 is a set of midweek fixtures and is a Tuesday deadline. So you're going to find out before Game Week 22, which is only one FPL game week away, the teams that are out of the fourth round, subject to replays, obviously, teams that go through, you'll know what the Carabao Cup final is as well. There's a lot to learn. And we'll know the fifth round draw. It'll be January the 30th. The transfer window will nearly be shut. Right. And we might know if Erling Haaland's fit by then or not. There's a lot of things to learn over this period. And the closer I've got to this week and thinking about, I'll use my two free transfers to replace Salah and Son, the more I thought I might just make one free transfer, you know. And, and just keep rolling and, and it. And more information might be more valuable than, yeah, fuck the value, basically. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. The replays for the fourth round would be played between the uh, game weeks of 23-24. And then after that, the Champions League starts. The Carabao Cup final is scheduled for game week 26. That will cause at least one blank, either for Manchester United against Fulham or Liverpool against Luton. And obviously a second blank of Chelsea against Tottenham should Chelsea beat Middlesbrough, which is likely. When's the fifth round of the FA Cup? Between 24 and 25? So the, the fifth round of the FA Cup is the midweek of 26. So right. basically, if so a game... when it, FA it, Cup fifth round and Carabao Cup final is the same FPL game week in theory. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. In theory, this is very unlikely to happen. But should, for example, Chelsea and Tottenham both lose their FA Cup fourth round matches and Chelsea make the Carabao Cup final, it might not be a blank. Right. It might just for move, them, for Chelsea and Tottenham. Yeah, it might just move into that midweek in the week. of the FA yeah, Cup yeah. fifth round. Now I don't think that would happen because it's a TV selected game. But Sky might go, yeah, sod it. We'll 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 stitch up BBC and ITV. We'll go against them. We'll go against their FA Cup ties. I suspect Sky probably don't want to do that for a fixture like Chelsea versus Tottenham. But it could be that Chelsea Tottenham isn't a blank at all under that circumstance. It could even stay in the same game week. That could, of course, also happen in the scenario of Liverpool and Luton, should they both be out of the cup as well. With Liverpool's tire that they've got, that looks less likely. I'll come back on to what's likely to happen with the Liverpool game. Game week 29 is the FA Cup quarterfinals, and that's going to give you your biggest blank game week of the season. I've currently got projected only three fixtures in that game week. On If you look on my planner for the benefit of the patrons, or you can use the tool on FPL team, which shows my projections, you'll currently see there's only three projected fixtures for game week 29. There will be more. It's just way too complicated at the moment to project which one. So there will yep. probably be, I would guess, probably five fixtures in game week 29. It's normally the median. It has been three before. So the, the maximum amount of games postponed, obviously, you could have is eight is the most. Um, in theory, you could have none postponed. If it was just purely lower league teams in the quarterfinals, that won't happen. No. So commonly, we normally have four or five fixtures in game week 29. So those games postponed obviously need to go to later in the season. There are two available midweeks for those. Game week 34 
um, is an available midweek where there's no European fixtures. Ideally, wherever possible, the Premier League will keep Premier League fixtures away from clashing with European competition. Yep. There will be one or two occasions, as we're going to cover, where it has to happen. But they won't, for example, schedule a fixture in for game week 33 if game week 34 is available. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. So in the case particularly of let's use Manchester City as the obvious reference, if they're still in the Champions League and they're still in the FA Cup, they're going to play in the midweeks of 34 and 37. But under that scenario, it would not be a double game week for Manchester City because that's also the FA Cup semi-finals. So any team that has a game postponed at the weekend for the FA Cup semi-final is definitely going to play in the midweek. Yes. But it'll only be a single. Right. It won't be a double. Game week 37 is freely available as well for fixtures to be rearranged. I think it's worth covering the games that could be postponed and already have been and what's likely to happen with them. So the, this is the backlog of fixtures that we know... Uh, not so there's, to, there's to two fixtures that have obviously not happened this season. One was yep. obviously the abandoned Bournemouth Luton game. Now, yep. the Bournemouth Luton game, there is no science to it. In terms there's no of pressure. None of them are in Europe. Um, I'll be honest, yeah. on, on the projections that I redid last night, I've actually put it into Game Week 37. So leaving, leaving it that late? Could be. Yeah. Wow. Could be. It literally could go anywhere. They could just literally go today, right, stick it in Game Week 23. If but do you think there's a, an... A, integrity issue of leaving Luton so late with a game in hand for all that time up till 37 if they're in a relegation battle that's the only thing I would think that we might want to get them to you deal could, with it you, earlier you could do that but let's use the argument of say Sheffield United beat Brighton and progress in the FA Cup then they're going to have games in yeah, hand, yeah, 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 yeah it's a so, bit hard to, to predict yeah. so the, the, the point being is because neither side is in Europe because the game wasn't selected for television that game can go anywhere bar the obvious ones that it definitely can't, such as Game Week 22, because it's a midweek set of fixtures, so you obviously can't have a double game week there. Yep. Game Week 29 is internationals afterwards, so that's guaranteed not to be a double game week. Similarly, Game Weeks 30 and 31, because that's a weekend, midweek, weekend, okay. all Premier League, also could not be, be a double game week. It so narrows so, down the options really a lot now. But say that for that, Bournemouth against Luton, you've still got circa sort of seven, eight, potential options there yeah. and some of them are right now and some of them are a long time in the future for the postponed Manchester City versus Brentford game because the Club World Cup the options are far less so between now and the March international break there are currently as it stands if Manchester City were to progress to the FA Cup quarterfinals only two available midweeks that the game could go into uh, game week 25. I mean, technically, game week 23 is a possible, but it's FA Cup fourth round replays. And I think with Tottenham and City drawing each other, that would be a really silly time to arrange the game. In yep. theory, they could. Game week 25, Manchester City don't play in the Champions League because remember, the last 16 in the Champions League is split over four midweeks. So that's a free week for Manchester City. So the game can go into game week 25. It would give City a double of Chelsea at home and Brentford at home, and it would give Brentford a double of Liverpool at home and Manchester City away. The game could also be held back further till game week 28, which is City's other available midweek where they don't play in the Champions League. And I I do still have a preference for game week 25, but I've began to think more and more that this might be a possibility that it's held for game week 28. And the draw might have something to, something to do with that. My thinking is, think of it like this, if City lose to Tottenham in the FA Cup, 
then they might not have any other games postponed during the course of the season. So might they want to hold Manchester City back for an extra midweek game for the drama towards the end of the season? Yeah, potentially. And what I mean by that is it might be that they leave it for a little while and go, we won't put it in 25. And then obviously City progress in the cup. They might go, oh, okay, actually, yeah, we need to stick that in 28. So basically, I think if we get as far as, let's put it this way, if City get to get through in the FA Cup fifth round and City-Brentford hasn't been played, it will almost definitely be played in game week 28. Unless they decided to bring City's game with Brighton forward to the midweek. But they can't do that because Brighton will be in Europa League. What happens if City go out of the Champions League? Then it opens up possibilities. Then, then 28 is no longer are City, are City likely to lose to Copenhagen in the Champions League? No. No, but it could happen. In any case, in terms of your arranging it, you'd, you'd have to arrange the City-Brentford game before you knew City were out or not. By, what I mean by that is you couldn't leave City to have three double game week fixtures after the March Internationals. If they're still if they're in the Champions League and the FA Cup, and remember the Premier League has said where possible they will try and give four weeks notice for games yep. to be arranged. So it's not to say, by the way, like if I don't think City Brentford needs to be announced before the FA Cup games for it to go into twenty five. I don't. I think there's just about enough time where they can probably get away with it. It's kind of like three and a half weeks notice or so. I think they could probably get away with it. So twenty five is the most likely. Yes, it could be held back to later in the season. But it, what you can do with this, you can almost pair teams. So I'll give you a ex- different example. Let's say City went out of the FA Cup um, to Tottenham. But Brighton and, uh, and Tottenham, obviously, continue to progress. It might still be that they'd go, we need to put City-Brentford in early. That's because those are the two games that City also would have to rearrange if, say, Tottenham and Brighton progressed in the Cup. Right. Those would be the extra games. So you can pair those things off. Similarly, if Liverpool went out to Norwich or Bristol Rovers and made the Carabao Cup final, should Everton and Fulham still be in the competition, they may still deem it necessary to to bring the Liverpool game forward. Yep, that's a possibility. Liverpool still has to play Luton, probably. So, Liverpool-Luton, obviously, is let's say, likely at this stage to be postponed in game week 26. That will happen if Liverpool beat Fulham in the Carabao Cup final. Uh, semi-finals. Starts tomorrow. Obviously, if Fulham win, then Manchester United-Fulham would be postponed instead. And with Manchester United obviously out of European competition, there would be no real rush to arrange that one. Understood. Because Liverpool are in Europa League, that makes things awkward. So you'd have to work on an assumption. This is how it works, basically. Just think of it like this. If Liverpool were to get to the Europa League semi-finals and the FA Cup semi-final, the finals is irrelevant from that perspective, then from the Carabao Cup final onwards, there's only two available midweeks for Liverpool because of their involvement in Europa League. Remember, the Europa League is a last 32 and then a last 16. And Liverpool don't play in that last 32 stage because they won their group. So they play in the midweeks of 27 and 28 in Europa League last 16. So you'd have to work on the assumption that Liverpool kept progressing. Okay. And therefore, they've only got two available midweeks. Now, if, they, if, if, as I said, they keep going through in the FA Cup, they'd have the quarterfinal in 29 with Everton. That would be postponed. And 34, they're scheduled to play Fulham. That would be postponed. That's your two available midweeks. So where does the Luton game go if that needs postponing for the Carabao Cup final? Would have to be brought forward. 
has to be brought forward. Yeah, I've heard that from a lot of people saying it's got to be brought forward to 25. Yeah, it has to essentially. Look, there's no guarantee, and I, I think this is important to stress. A couple of years ago, when Chelsea got to the Club World Cup final, they really, really cocked up with Chelsea's fixtures so badly. Right. They had to arrange a fixture for Chelsea in January because Chelsea were doing the same thing. Chelsea also got to both domestic cup finals that year. You remember they lost twice to Liverpool, ironically, yeah. on penalties in both. They had to arrange a, a fixture in January. We, all of us who strategize and plan these things and, and look at projected fixtures knew that Chelsea had to have a game in January. They didn't do it. Eventually, they realized at the end of March they needed to give them one. And but for the fact that they lost to Real Madrid in the Champions League quarterfinals, if they'd have made the Champions League semi-finals, they would have had to play a treble game week. Mad. They would have had to. So, can I guarantee you that the Premier League won't cock up and go, it's fine, we'll deal with the Liverpool problem later. I can't promise you that that won't happen. But so, what I'm hearing so far is City, there's a high chance City will double in 28 and blank in 29. And there's a high chance Liverpool will double in 25 and blank in 26. Good this, isn't it? So, so that's what I've read would, and, would, and interpreted so I, far. I would clarify, City is more likely 25 than 28. But I do think... But either way, they'll double in 25 I, and blank in 26. Yes. Right. So both well, of these no, clubs... No, City play in 26. Oh, City will play in 26. Oh, yes. It's Carabao Cup yeah, final, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Right. Okay, so City uh, will double and then might have a blank. Liverpool will double and definitely have a blank. So that makes it awkward if you want to triple up on them. Potentially. Yes, it potentially does. And your game of Chelsea might be postponed as well because of the Carabao Cup final, should they, yeah, should I they think win? What, they, what they'll do with Chelsea Tottenham is they'll, they'll leave it till later. Sky have got the rights for it and it might be difficult to project right now, but it, it could be a top four decider. No European football. And so yeah, so... Chelsea, it, top four decider. James, listen, come on. If they go on a run, right, they could get themselves in contention, right? I'm just saying. Okay. Where Sky can hold these games, they'll... They'll probably hold them where possible, right? So I think Chelsea Tottenham will get held to later. I've actually got it projected for game week 35 currently. That's because I'm also projecting Chelsea to get to the FA Cup semi-finals. And therefore, Chelsea would be left with three games to rearrange. But because they're not in Europe, it's not a problem. And the reason Tottenham would be the odd game for the record is the other games Chelsea would have to rearrange is against Arsenal and Brighton. And they might both still be in Europe. Therefore, Tottenham would have to be the odd one out, if you will, that went into an odds and sods. Could be, I've got it projected actually for the Thursday night in game week 35. Understood. As it it would stand currently. Right. Um, So it's not to say that it couldn't be brought forward. And like I said, if Chelsea and Tottenham both lost to Villa and Man City respectively, could it be that they just go, right, stick it on the Wednesday night after the Carabao Cup final? Yes, they could. Right. Yes, they could. And similarly, if Liverpool and Luton were both out of the cup and that gets postponed, then, I mean, in that case, that's just as likely that it would be the midweek after rather than the, the midweek before. As it stands right now, I've got two Liverpool, Trent and uh, Salah, one Chelsea in Cole Palmer and two Spurs in Richarlison and Porro. So I've got five players that won't play in 26 should Chelsea and Liverpool get to the final. So five players is quite a lot. I do need to have that in mind because that will leave me with 10 and also probably won't leave me with 10 because a couple of them might be fringe players. Yeah, um, this, is, this is a problem. So if you take an example like um, me looking to sell Salah and Son this week, Cole Palmer, I'd said to you 99% for me. Yeah, but... It's not. It just leaves you in a problem for 26. I know right in front of me right now, Cole Palmer's the best player to buy 
but it's just going to give me another headache. Yeah. So I know I would definitely want Salah back if the double happens in 25. And I think we have to work towards this as an idea currently. Yeah, that was going to be my question. Will, will the likes of Salah be back? I've currently Probably. got Salah projected to be back in 24. Okay. Um, having looked at the betting odds for AFCON and run through projections of that schedule, I've got um, Egypt projected to be eliminated in the quarterfinals at the moment. If they make the final, then it's the week after. And if they win it, then it's maybe even the week after that. So Ooh. we could, by the way, have this very, very weird scenario where Liverpool had a double game week in 25 and not being sure if Salah played both. Is a possibility. Okay. And when we say not sure, not, not, be, he won't not, be back. not, not because he'd be rotated, but he won't be is back. he going to be back? Yeah, understood. Yeah. Now that's probably only questionable, I think, if Egypt actually won the, the competition. Understood. Because um, the final is the weekend before, so should be back. But I think if they won, what do they do? They go home to Egypt and celebrate for a week? It's, it's possible, isn't it? Yep. They play Brentford at 12.30 in game with 25 is the early kickoff as well. So we could have that. I suppose then you might have the advantage of at least knowing if he's going to travel with the team or not. For example, it's an away game and it's the first game in that game week as well. Um, yeah, it, the, the awkwardness of Liverpool-Chelsea-Tottenham assets needs to be realised here, I think. So I mentioned, obviously, Palmer. People be considering Richarlison. If you've also got Porro, Gusto, that's me. So I've got Porro, Gusto, Trent. So I'd know now if, if, if Liverpool, Luton and Chelsea and Tottenham are off in 26, I'm down to two defenders. Correct. And they've not got terrible fixtures actually. It's Gabriel and Pau Torres. So it would be a case, right. I think at that point for me... But you would fix it. It would probably be sacrifice Trent and start moving the yeah. money again. Yeah. would be the most likely. So it wouldn't be terrible. But if I start adding in Salah, Palmer... Richarlison, now I've got a problem. Yep. Now I've got a problem. That's why the move from Salah to Jota for me is like third or fourth on the list below Foden and uh, Bowen. But you will also want free Liverpool. Yes, I know. Now look, you you don't have to have 11 players in game with 26, it's worth saying as well, right? You can go with nine or ten. As long as you've got the, the core ones, you might get away with it. And we've got to use a free hit at some point, but we'll come to that in but also, uh, a minute. What if Liverpool go through in the FA Cup? What if Tottenham beat City and Chelsea beat Villa and they all have good draws in the fifth round as well and they all look like suddenly they, they might all blank in game with 29 as well? Then there's something really to think about, isn't there? Um, I want to talk about briefly the, the doubles later in the season. Um, and there's a lot of probabilities at the moment. 34 too, and 37 too, for clarity, too, right? Too many to mention. 34 and 37. Okay. One of the, my beliefs with using and coming to the conclusion of using the bench boost in game week one this year, which I've never done before, and there's a chance I'll never do again, was knowing that the doubles at the end of the season, there was every chance they were going to be shit. And one of the reasons for that is the actual fixtures. In those weekends of the FA Cup quarterfinals and the FA Cup semifinals. So, from the expected top 10, if I can call them such, and this is going back to pre season thinking, and I think it would still be the expected top 10, that's the Greedy Six, Newcastle, Villa, Brighton, and West Ham. Yep. Okay. There were a lot of clashes in game week 29. So, Manchester City go to Brighton, Arsenal play Chelsea, um, West Ham and Aston Villa play each other. 
And some of the other teams have awkward-looking fixtures as well, like Liverpool going to Everton in the Merseyside derby. Tottenham at Fulham doesn't look easy. Newcastle also at Crystal Palace. So when you're looking at that and you're thinking, let's say all those fixtures were on and you free-hitted in game week 29 just hypothetically if all the games were there. Like, I don't know how great your team would actually look in 29 because the fixtures are difficult to call. Game week 34 has similar repeat problems. Manchester City are scheduled to go to Tottenham. Arsenal go to Wolves. Manchester United play Newcastle. Brighton and Chelsea play each other. There are clashes, uh, difficult fixtures. Liverpool have? In 34, go to Fulham. And City? Away to Tottenham. Yeah, not easy. But this is the point. These are the fixtures that are going to be postponed. Yeah. So these are making up your double game week fixtures later in the season. Yeah, these ones now, will be carried forward. From a bench boost perspective, quite often you want your shitter teams to have good doubles anyway. And there's every chance, for example, Bournemouth might have Brentford at home and Luton at home in game week 37 as an example. Um, but if the best teams progress in the Cups, then the doubles for the best teams look ugly yep. later in the season. That's, that's the point. Um, the other problem with 37, I think many of us learned this last season, is there might be a lot of teams with nothing to play for when it comes around. That's true. That last year when we had, and it was again, it was awkward fixtures, United, Chelsea and Brighton City, was all we ended up with in the end, for 37 as extra fixtures, was brain damage with the rotation, wasn't it? Particularly for Brighton and Man City. That crap shoot. City won the title on the Saturday before they'd even kicked a ball. And then decided to piss around. So look, if the title's done by then, if top four's done by then, if the relegation battle's done by then, and that's your big double game week when you want a bench post, good luck. Now that is going to be the biggest double. Almost definitely game week 37. The Euros are in the summer though. So there will be some players that are playing for national squad places and stuff like that yeah, maybe a little listen, bit last year might be in terms of say City specifically it was obviously heavily influenced by the fact they were still in the FA Cup final and the Champions League the final, final right yeah. maybe they're not in either of those finals and treat it very differently yeah. maybe here's the hope I mean we just I'm just hoping the league titles if, if the title's still up for grabs you'll, you'll want three City players no doubt but projections at the end and this is worth saying I think particularly to lead into perhaps a conversation about triple captaincy in a minute is City's double in 37 will will likely be, if they have it, Fulham away and Brighton away, or Fulham away and Tottenham away. Yeah. Now, listen. It's all right. Yeah, yeah. Their but it's not might like... Have nothing to play for, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But is that the one you go, oh, oh that's going to be my best triple captaincy for opportunity. Holland. For Liverpool, their first fixture in game week 37 is Aston Villa away. <sighs> The extra fixture would be, presumably, Everton away or Fulham away. So two away games. So they could finish. Imagine Liverpool going for the title and then that's their last midweek. Villa away and Everton away. Yeah. Yeah, nah. By the way, it would far more likely be Fulham than Everton. Because I don't think the police would want... Imagine that. Imagine that's Everton's last home game. Liverpool clinched the title and Everton get relegated. Yeah. And also, (laughs) would it be Everton's last home game at... Goodison uh, as well? No, because they're, oh, they're, they're staying there next season. Yeah, right, okay. But imagine that. Everton's last home game and they go down Liverpool win the title in one go. No, no, no. <laughs> no, they won't do it. They won't do it. It'd be game with 34. Now, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you say that and make great TV, I reckon the police have put their foot down on that and go, you're not having the Merseyside derby as Everton's last home game. Yeah, probably think, quite, yeah. quite quite rightly as well. Um, so it would more likely be Villa and, and Fulham under that circumstance. In any case, challenging. Now, if you're wondering about alternatives to Salah, Haaland for triple captaincy, what's the first name that springs to mind? Ollie Watkins. 
Thanks, Suj. Oh, it's probably sunny, isn't it? Uh, no, for me, it's Ollie Watkins. Okay, fine. Ollie Watkins, if you want to go down that sort of route. So Villa, as you know, are scheduled to play Liverpool at home in game Particularly if they've got two home, home fixtures. Uh, they could have Liverpool at home and Bournemouth at home in 37, in theory. That appeal to you? No. And neither will Sonny's, by the way, um, because Tottenham, uh, although they're scheduled to play Burnley at home in 37, I think they're way more likely to play Manchester City as part of a double game week rather than Fulham away. Right. Or it could even be the Chelsea away game, right? So you can say Burnley at home, great, yeah. But I think it's going to be a tough second fixture. Burnley at home, Fulham away would be perhaps enticing if you got there and, and wanted it. Before I um, move on from, from that in terms of triple captaincy, I think it's worth saying that for most people, not all, depends on your structure and what you want to do with other chips. But if these City and Liverpool games do happen in 25, there isn't a lot to think about for me. The only thing to think about is, is it Haaland or is it Salah? Yep. And get it done. Use the chip. From a triple captaincy perspective, and that's not to say you can't use other chips in that week, right? Some of you might want a free hit. Some of you might even wildcard in game week 25. I get it. But in terms of the best of a triple captaincy, if Holland has Chelsea at home, Brentford at home in 25, that's likely to be as good as it gets. If Salah has Brentford away and Luton at home, that's likely to be as good as it gets. Right. For most people, it would be use it. I want to clarify something on those doubles, um, 34 and 37. Um, I've given you a list of the teams I've projected to double in 34 as it stands. And I've actually got eight teams at the moment. It won't be that many, by the way. Yeah. It won't be that many. I've got currently projected eight teams to double and two teams to blank. But remember, I've only got three games in 29 and there'll be more. So it's more likely probably four or five teams probably double in 34. I've and got still only two teams blank. One, two, possibly even three. Okay. It, it really does depend on who goes through. There's so many probabilities on it. And I've got 10 teams currently projected to double in, let's say, the biggest double in 37. Did you notice anything about those list of teams that I gave you? Uh, doubling? Yeah. Oh, so in 34 and 37. That. Yeah, none of them the same. Yeah, there's only one the same. Yeah. I've only got... And I'm just like, which, they're completely which, different. For the record, by the way, currently is Bournemouth. Um, and that's based on what I'd said, putting the Luton game right at the end of the season. So even that might not happen. Is a 50-50, yeah. Exactly okay. that. Yeah. So this, yeah, is, they're all different. this is really, really important to think about in terms of your strategy for later in the season. Because I think there's a, oh, there's going to be double game weeks in 34 and 37. Yep, you're absolutely right. But you ain't going to get many teams are doubling both of them. You're probably going to have two different sets of teams. So, for example... I, in terms of the bigger clubs, I currently have Arsenal and Aston Villa projected to double in 34. I've got all of the other big clubs projected to double in 37. And that is highly likely how it's going to work out. Okay. It's not that you can't have a Manchester City double in 34 and 37, but what you probably need is like the combination of a team specifically losing in an FA Cup quarterfinal. That's what you specifically want. And then to go... Right, okay. So we'll move the, the 29 game to, to 34. And if they haven't arranged City-Brentford, then fine, it goes at the end. But they will have arranged it. It's Honestly, it's really unlikely you're going to have good teams double in 34-37. In both? They'll double in one or the other? 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. some won't double yeah. at all. Yeah. Understood. Some some won't double at all. It's you got to remember with the projections and what it's not just myself, but what a lot of people project at the moment is obviously the best teams to go through in the cup. That's the sensible thing to do. But we just know that that's not what always happens, right? Look at the fifth round last year. It was like, I'm going to do this, that, and the other. Leicester lost to Blackburn. Tottenham lost at Sheffield United. Someone else lost that night as well. And it was like, oh, shit, it looks completely different. And also, the fifth round is obviously a midweek set of fixtures. It's the most dangerous one. So I know a lot of people go, oh, strong FA Cup teams this week. Even Manchester United last night picked like basically their strongest 11. Yeah, because they haven't played for a week and they don't play for another week. Yep. So why wouldn't they? Whereas the fifth round for a lot of teams is going to be sandwiched with games in the either weekend, side. either side and before. So you'll get, this is where it's stupid, you'll probably get weaker teams picked in the fifth round than what you've just got in the third round and also may get in the fourth round as well. Understood. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So if triple captain's a case of use it when you can as early as possible, with the other chips... There's always the debate of whether or not with free hit, you use it aggressively or defensively, whether we're using it to cover off a blank where we've got no players or try and find a way of getting 11 doublers on the pitch as well. Um, do you have any thoughts about whether or not you want to be aggressive or defensive at the moment? I genuinely, I couldn't tell you at this minute. I'm right. not going to bullshit anyone. Um, I think there's a fair chance after the fourth round, I might know, right. which is only one more FPL week. But some of them results, I mean, let's just say hypothetically that City go out and Liverpool go out. I mean, your, your picture just changes, changes massively. massively. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't think we could say with conclusions, with certainty. Hopefully, I'm hoping, such that there isn't a Premier League team playing in on the Monday night in the fourth round. And I'm hoping the draw will be on the Sunday. Right. Because it's a Tuesday deadline in game week 22. So I'm hoping we can kind of update on all this on the, on the Monday before game week 22 where I can say, yeah, this is my idea of a strategy a little bit more. I mean, what if the Carabao Cup finals, Fulham and Middlesbrough? Yeah. We're having all this conversation. Yeah, it's not yeah, impossible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 2013, Villa had Bradford and Chelsea had Swansea in the semi-finals. The final was Swansea and fourth division Bradford from, well, from League Two. So it's not a certainty it'd be Chelsea-Liverpool. But then we, we have to work on the basis, I think at least in Liverpool's case, that yeah, the Luton game is likely to go in 25. How do we navigate that? What chip do you want to cover off next? Free hit. Free Carry hit. Talking so. about it, because if we're going to be aggressive, I suppose game That's 25 an an is a mini double, triple Liverpool if an it, and triple City and steaming. If City's Brentford game gets put in there, of course, is it, what I mean. It, it is an option. Think, think of it this way as well, particularly perhaps if you're sitting there with... I think it's quite conceivable that someone right now has no Liverpool and no City. Right, and they might be doubling 25. Now, you're obviously going to probably want to go back to Haaland, right? You might be looking at Phil Foden this week. You might not have Trent, but want to go to Trent. You're probably going to want to work back to Mo Salah. But, but if it's going to be that awkward for you, and say you're on none right now, you could go, well, I'm going to go against it. And particularly... It's a long time to go against it. But 21, 22, 23, 24, just to get to 25. You'd have added a couple by then. 
from Liverpool let's, City. Let's say Egypt make the, the AFCON semis, right? And then, Salah's then, not back then to it's 25. Then right? I can understand it's a bit different. Trent is, is worth having, I think, at the moment. But it's an expensive commodity, right, that makes shit awkward. Particularly if you're trying to get back to, say, Haaland. KDB's back, right? Transfer windows open. Jeremy Doku's fit. How sure are we on people like Foden, Alvarez? We know what the risks are, right? I'm not telling yeah. anyone anything they don't already know. But you could say, right, I'm going to leave it. I'll go 25 and I'll have my best of Liverpool City. And if Liverpool look like they're going to blank in 26 and 29, and Liverpool play City in 28 as well, like how much are you missing? Yeah, in fact, true. All, all you're truly missing is you are Liverpool away to Forest in 27. Well, even that, Arsenal go to Sheffield United, Villa go to Luton, Tottenham have got Palace at home, City have got United at home. Like, there's enough Salah alternatives. Alternatives, understood. And stuff like that. Listen, Salah at home to City, I would actually deem as a good fixture for Mo Salah, personally. Um, but you're not going to feel like you're missing huge amounts. So, free hitting in 25 in the double is, is going to be a possibility, I think. Um, particularly, it's unlikely, but let's just say suddenly they went, yeah, we're going to throw Chelsea Tottenham in that week as well. Which no one's talking about, but it, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Then, then you're all over that. Then, uh, then getting a, a free-hit team of uh, 11 doublers from good teams is highly likely. So, could be a good one. Yeah. I mean, Tottenham's, uh, Chelsea go to Man City that week, it's worth saying. So, it's not great. But Tottenham have Wolves at home. Yeah. And Sun will probably be back by then as well. So, it, that could be more to it as well. Go, oh, there's no Sun, etc. The um, the defensive ones obviously twenty six twenty nine are the blanks. Yeah, the, the the problem with twenty six for a free hit. So this is what a lot of people do is they hit their first problem and they use the chip to solve it and don't see that perhaps there's bigger problems. So twenty six might look like a massive problem and it might, it will be right for some people. Don't get me wrong, but twenty nine will probably look like a bigger, bigger problem, problem if you're looking to okay. shield against things. That said the fixtures you can attack in 26 will probably be better than 29. Because most of the good teams won't have a fixture in 29. Even if you take Arsenal at the moment, obviously, out the FA Cup, well, their scheduled opponent's Chelsea. So there's no guarantee that they're going to play in 29, right? Currently, it would be favoured that they'd slightly not play rather than play. Chelsea currently, with the, book, with the bookies, are about full favourites for the Cup. So it could be that you can attack better. So in 26, for example, you might go, right, well, I'll go treble City at Bournemouth, treble Arsenal at home to Newcastle, treble Villa at home to Forest, maybe United at home to Fulham, for example, Brighton at home to Everton, West Ham at home to Brentford. There's more to attack. Whereas 29, if you look um, towards the bottom, so you've got teams who are near the bottom playing each other scheduled. So Burnley are scheduled to play Brentford, Luton are scheduled to play Nottingham Forest, for example, Wolves against Bournemouth, some mid-table clash as it stands. That's what I'm saying. Because you've got a lot of the top teams playing each other. You've got the reverse at the bottom. Yep. So how much you'd want to attack it in 29? And I know we'd be saying, yeah, use it as a shield. But you still want to attack teams with good fixtures. Now, the shit teams have got good fixtures. But picking out which ones from Luton Forest might, might not be easy. But 26, I think what you've got to think is, particularly say if Tottenham beat City in the Cup and Chelsea went through against mm-hmm. Villa... Let's say Liverpool, Chelsea, Tottenham are blanking in 26. Well, under that circumstance, they're probably going to blank in 29 as well. So you're only pushing this problem now to the, the next problem. What, what, what does it fix, right? Yep. Um, the aggressive plays, and what I would prefer to do at the moment, is free hitting 34 or 37. Try and get yourself 11 doublers then. Well, it, there's also the, the, the consciousness of the, the teams that are going to have 
the doubles are going to be different. Not in 37. So, yeah. So, so wild card to set yourself up for a bench boost and then free hit for the other double. Let's, let's just say that all the top teams were looking like they were going to double in 37 and you'd have a few others maybe like, you know, your Arsenal Villas, maybe West Ham's might have doubles in game week 34, for example. And I don't have many of those players as a possibility. And I go, Wachi. I'll go treble with those three and I'll free hit in 34 when the others have got singles and their midweek fixtures and they're liable to rotate as well. So I actually quite like the idea of free hit in 34 possibly, but it's, it's completely dependent on what the lay of the land would be when you, when you get there. But if you want to, a lot of people spoke about wildcard in 30 and 31, which I get, and that would be favoured for me at the moment. But getting the, the best of the best case scenario of the doubles in 34 and 37, you're not going to get it. Do we know by 34 what the 37 doubles will be? Yes. Right. So um, this kind of bleeds away from a free hit conversation into wildcard and bench boost because you'll be using wildcard to set up for a bench boost. I was very much now thinking wildcard and bench boost around that 34, 37, but maybe use the free hit in there as well to, to maximise and that'd be very aggressive use. And then my triple captain... As soon as Salah or Holland have two home fixtures in a double, get it done. That 29, 30 or 31, 30 or 31 wild card that you just mentioned has completely thrown me. Why? It's Why would you do it? It's the swing in fixtures. Okay. It's a really good swing of fixtures. So if you take, for example... Is it too early to, set, to do to set yourself up for a bench boost in 34 or 37? You still have transfers in between 30, 31 and 34, right? It's not like you don't get one free transfer a week still. So Can I be honest with you, though? You could wildcard if if the situation is decided for, say, the title, top four, relegation, etc. Right? You could wildcard in 36 and you're still going to bench boost in 37 and you're still probably going to struggle to get 30, 30 fixtures. 30 fixtures, understood. It, you could even be that late. Now, at least the benefit of that is you know, okay, shit, these teams have got nothing to play for. But what if it, what if it isn't? None of them have got nothing to play for. Yeah, that's very different. Um, so there's, there's big alarm for 37 for me in a sense. Like I said, a lot of the fixtures I think will be more high profile, but it might also be irrelevant high profile games. You could have Tottenham going to Manchester City and it might just be the two teams having a party because Tottenham have finished top four the weekend before and City won the title and pipped Arsenal the week before. Like a party. A bit like an exhibition game. You get loads of goals, admittedly. But I don't know who's going to play. No, that's true. Particularly from the City perspective, right? And if Tottenham are playing City, that just in itself looks less attractive, right? So, look, with, for the bench boost, here's part of the problem. Bench boost, the best week for a bench boost is still 37. Okay. Highly likely. Highly likely to be 37. I think 34 will be a nice narrative for a lot of people. If they nice, if they land there and some of their more enabling options have doubles... You could fall into it. You could do it. But one of the real problems with 34 is you could bench boost in 34. And let's just say you've got Haaland as part of it and he's got a single fixture away to Brighton. Okay, it's fine. It's no problem. He get injured in the FA Cup semi-final the weekend before. Who wants to bench boost that? Yeah, true. Who wants to bench boost a week where they might they could have a player? You'll probably have four teams that got FA Cup semi-final before they then play in the game week. So that's why bench boosting thirty-four will probably look ugly. So thirty-seven looks looks the biggest double and the most attractive from that perspective. But 
considering what we said, stuff might not be there to play for, rotation at the end, the difficulty, the fixtures, are there alternatives? I think 25 might even land here for people. If you've got the City game goes in there against Brentford, the Liverpool-Luton game goes in there, and you've got enough other teams who have got decent fixtures to the extent you're, you're landing there and you're going, oh, I'm possibly going to be benching Watkins away to Fulham here and stuff like that, then he needs to be considered. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with single game week bench boosts. Yeah. Anybody who's listened to me for the last couple of years has known my obsession with bench boosting in a double game week. I really don't mind not doing it this year. Okay. But I think there are do's and don'ts. So, for example, I think the set of fixtures in game week 22, for example, might even look quite nice for certain teams. It's midweek fixtures. Hate that. Game week 25, when the only team that's probably played the midweek before is Manchester City against Copenhagen, which is a Tuesday before, by the way. So most teams have had a, a midweek before, and then most teams other than those who've got the double are also going to be free in the midweek afterwards. Is a really good kind of single game week to be bench boosting. And you will have, hopefully, four teams who double. But it, it's all going to come down to what your enablers are, right? Because there'll be people sitting there now, going, yeah, well, I've got like Kabore and... McAtee and stuff like that. I mean, Kabore might be back for a double, bad example. But if, you, if you've if got real shit on your bench, then sure, no. But if you're in a position, like I said, where you're going... The likes well, of Lascelles, who isn't even going to play I'm gonna now bench. stuff. Yeah, yeah but if, if you end up with enough doublers there and you're going, oh, I'm going to bench like Porro at home to Wolves and Watkins at Fulham and stuff like that, you need to think about it. Play him, yeah. Agreed. It might be that that's, that's given you the same circumstance that you'll have later in the season. What would you rather bench, bench boost with? Would you rather bench boost with Pedro Porro at home to Wolves as a single fixture or Pedro Porro a rotation risk who's got Burnley at home and Manchester City at home? The, I'll take the earlier game, I think. Well, because of the Burnley game, you, it's probably a really bad example and you'd probably still say the double. But it's I, so far away. But I think yeah. it yeah. should be considered 25 as a, as a possibility for some people it'll work out I think that's the only one I really like pre-March he's 25 if it lands that way 34 I'm not in love with I know if it was me and I hadn't used it I'd be hanging on for 37 Okay, and there's no way of saying now nah, if that's going to be good or bad there'll certainly be games and doubles there's no doubt about that how good it will look but that would mean that then the you end. could Free, uh, you could use your wild card in 36 to set up for it if you were willing to wait that long. Who wants to wild card in 36? This is the problem, uh, isn't it? I think I uh, wild card in 38 one season, James. Uh, game week 34 uh, would then be an opportunity to free hit to get the best of those doubles if you're wild carding in 36 for 37. Um, or the other way around 33 for 34 for a bench boost and free hit in 37. You're kind of there or thereabouts um, yeah you don't think using the wild card now is sensible I don't think so either particularly I know that people are on it yeah uh, and it's a circumstance right personal circumstance and their squads and what works I, I for them I tell you what I don't mind is wild card in 22 okay once you've got a load more information and if you're thinking right let's just say hypothetically you're going right big swing coming in now for Manchester City, for example. Yep. Now I know the City players I want. Now I know they're going to double in 25. If we've got that sort of information, you go, yeah, do you know Let's what? Get it done I'm going to wildcard now to bench push 25 and set my team up properly for that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't mind it. So wildcarding in 24 under that circumstance might be right for people. I think 
if we if we're coming out of game week twenty five, well, like I've said, twenty six. Yeah, it's like I've got five at the moment, but if a couple of more enablers creep in there for people. Once you get to six, seven, and eight, if you're not gonna players, I mean, for for twenty six that are not available, you your wild card's almost your only option to fix that. Really, if I went Palmer and Richarlison this week. Uh, and the fixtures and the fixtures went the way that I think they went. I would maybe have to wildcard there, yeah. Dead end towards that, yeah. And that possibly there'll, have be, to. there'll be a, a number of people. I don't think it'll be a small number. I think there'll be a number of people that end up in that. Now the problem with that then is the, the problem with wildcarding this early is negotiating twenty nine as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is another blank. So um, yeah. And we won't know that really. You could look at it and you could go, right, well, I wildcard 26, I'll free hit in 29 to cover it. But then you're just, all you're going to do, you're going to build to 34, fighting for teams who've got doubles. And then you're going to build to 37, fighting for players who've got doubles and potentially miss some swings. So I think what a lot of people would like to do, well, you've got to consider the amount of problems you've got, right? So 25, 26 is a problem. 29 is a problem. 34 is a problem, 37 is a problem. Now, part of these problems are also opportunities. opportunities. Exactly yeah, that. Yeah, it's thinking the same thing. But how can you navigate them best? Well, if you just run through the 20s, wild card sort of 30, 31 out of the shit. That's part why doing it then. And 31 is getting a bit more favouritism with a lot of people over 30, partly because, say, for example, City and Arsenal play each other in game week 30. Um, I think Liverpool play Brighton as well. Game week 31... Uh, City, Liverpool and Arsenal all have home games against Villa, Sheffield United and Luton. And do you know what? Ordinarily, I'd say that's not even a terrible week to free hit if you want to be aggressive, but midweek set of fixtures, so don't like it. Ah, And that's also one of the things I'm not hugely keen on 31 about. But you, you, you run through the problems of 26 blank, 29 blank, wild card out your crap, set yourself for the end, and then I think free hit, say, 34 or 37. But... Getting away from people wanting to bench boost 37 is going to be really difficult. It's easy for me. We're all affected by our own narratives, right? I've used it, so I don't really give a shit what people want to do with their bench boost. Yep. But I think for most, 37 will be the most likely week. The, the problem is, 37 is, is the best week for a bench boost. It's probably also the best week to free hit. Okay. But it's the last one of the problems. And using the free hit, using one of your problems or your opportunities earlier gives you better balance. You can wildcard 30, aim for 37, by which time you'll have the picture, free hit 34 around your other opportunity, if you will. And I think that's, that's possibly my favoured idea. What's the, the advantage moment. of 31 over 30 for a wildcard? Uh, it's just a better swing of fixtures. So like I said, City play Arsenal in game week 30. Yeah. So you're, you're avoiding that for a start. There's a few other teams who've got more difficult games. So like Brighton go to Liverpool in game week 30. West Ham go to Newcastle. Wolves go to Villa. Those teams I just mentioned might all end up doubling in 34, for example. Um, so there's a better swing of fixtures in 31. I think primarily for the three best teams, which are City, Arsenal and Liverpool. Um, because they've got great fixtures in 31, but I don't like that it's a midweek set of fixtures. And those fixtures are good, so I think they're liable to rotation. So you could go, oh, I'll steam into Liverpool and Arsenal, they've got Sheffield United, Luton at home, respectively. Well, yeah, take Arsenal. They've got Man City away the weekend before and Brighton away the weekend afterwards. Now, if it's City Sunday, Brighton Saturday, and then it's Luton Wednesday, it's rotation central, I don't want any of it anyway. 
Yeah, agreed. So these are things, you know, even down to TV fixtures and the timing of dates becomes quite important. One of the things I like about 25 as well is I think um, certainly Liverpool-Luton would have to be the Wednesday, by the way. Uh, City-Brentford could be the Tuesday in 25. Liverpool-Luton have to be the Wednesday. City and Liverpool both play on a Saturday. They're the tw- Liverpool at Brentford's the 12-30. Oh, Klopp will be happy. <laughs> to be fair, they don't play that midweek before, so you should be all right with that one. Um, and City-Chelsea's the 5-30. So hopefully four-day turnarounds is nice for the double as well. So... If isn't rights or wrongs, and the picture will become clearer over the next few weeks. I think if you're locked into a specific strategy, the best advice I can give you right now is to be open about it. I think that the key one really will be working out when you want to use the free hit. From there, everything else will generally fall into place. And I can't give you anything of certainty to say, yep, this is when I'm going to do it. But I do think after the FA Cup fourth round and before game week 22, I'll have a clearer picture. And it's why, as I said, Serge, I might even leave Salah or Son in the team this week. Which, roll for but a week. I don't like that. It's, it's the Boeing flag means I don't like that. Because then I might be without Salah, Son, Boeing. How much money is that to leave in? Uh, enough. Mm. Plenty. Well, one would go admittedly, but let's say Son and Boeing, for example. So uh, I feel like I have information now. At the start of this show, I would say I was not very aware of what was happening and when and what I need to be aware of. It has simplified it massively for me and I've got a real good understanding on what my options are, which aren't as many the, as The longer as we I go, the thought. more this simplifies as well. Exactly, one that's thing it, I more should, information. One thing I should add as well in terms of people saying, so when will 25 be announced if it's going to happen? The reality is probably not till after the FA Cup fourth round. Right. So it might be that you don't know when 22 starts. Uh, cool. Well, let's get into some of the questions that we've had on the internet then, shall we, James? Go on. Before we do, do you want to tell everybody what we do each and every week, the, the, the schedule for the week and what we've got lined up uh, for pods? Yeah. It's already uh, Tuesday. It is. If you wonder, why didn't you talk about this? We've got another FPL pod on, on Thursday. Before that, Sky Fantasy pod on Wednesday. We're going to talk about the players under consideration and what is effectively Sky Fantasy football's wildcard period at the moment. Mm. We're all on overhaul. Overhaul closes Friday now, right? Closes Friday, yeah. Burnley Luton Friday night. So I think we'll be going through drafts and it's probably about 20 players, I think, under consideration for us and we'll, we'll go through them tomorrow. Thursday, People's Poll Podcast is going to be an FPL vote. This will be available for you to vote on uh, early tomorrow during the course of the morning and afternoon. So there's three possible options. Game at 21 captaincy which uh, I had a call with patrons yesterday and between about 10 of us, we had about six different suggestions of what people were going to do. Okay. Captaincy. It's a brilliant week for it because no one knows what they want to do with it. So that's impossible to discuss. Salah Sun replacements. Once we've got the full information on Liverpool, Chelsea's Carabao Cup ties, I generally don't know what I'm doing yet, but I think by Thursday I probably will do. So we can have a discussion on that if you'd prefer. And also um, an idea for a conversation about template players to bin. And that's looking at head up plans and going, well, I haven't got Haaland, I'm going to need to get him in. I want to get Salah back. Somewhere, somewhere, template sacrifice players have got to be sacrificed. Yeah, Which yeah. ones should go in forthcoming weeks is another idea. So that, that vote will be available for you on Elon Musk's app tomorrow. Uh, Friday, I'll be streaming... Uh, my Friday has turned into a nightmare with this deadline change yeah. <laughs> because I'm also daddy sitting on Friday as well and I've got to drop him at school, pick him up from school, do the content. Ask James Stream be at 10am uh, for our patrons this week. We already released a quiz this morning and Clayton did himself very proud. So 
on Good. the quiz. I'm glad. He came off way dumber than you, mate. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. I could tell um, the sarcasm in your voice when you were saying <laughs> it. <laughs> he gave some absolutely hilarious answers. He even cool. managed. I'm about on, to listen. He even managed on one answer to guess the correct answer and still get it wrong, which I've ha. never I've never known to happen before. How can you guess the correct answer? You'll need get to it listen wrong. to it and find okay. out. Fine. Um, Tomorrow, Tottenham, we'll be talking more about Tottenham and, and West Ham. Thursday, Money and Football and Nottingham Forest on Patreon. Um, they are, I'm going to sound the brinks harsh, but they're being investigated, let's say, about FFP. And they're using an excuse at the moment about Brennan Johnson's transfer to Tottenham, even though it's in a different financial year. Will they get away with it? We'll be discussing that on Thursday. And our game sounds week like 20 a le- sounds one. like a lever to me. Yeah, yeah, maybe <laughs> game week twenty one preview podcast on Friday as well. The differential show, a deadline stream. Yes, we'll still be going ahead, probably with my son screaming in the living room. That will be at five fifteen p.m. That's on. That's what you do Friday. in deadline stream anyway, and it's scream in the living room. Uh, yeah, but I left. I left to record the it in the living room with him. <laughs> yeah, he's fun. Nice, good, good. Okay, we're going to answer a few of the questions we had in on tw- uh, Twitter, James. But if you want to support um, the show, it's www.patreon.com forward slash Planet FPL. I think Sujan James deserves some support on Patreon for this brilliant chip strategy podcast content that's freely available to everyone. If you want to support the show, you can www.patreon.com forward slash Planet FPL. Either do it to support the show because you want the additional content. Agreed. You've done a good pitch there, so I'm not going to no, bother. You, you Andy can. You look like you weren't going to, so I thought I'd better I'll do it. I'll do it at the end. Salt first or vinegar first? Vinegar. Really? Yeah. I put salt first and then vinegar second, nah. but I put more salt than vinegar. So, yeah, you uh, don't put any? No salt, no vinegar? You don't like it or you just never tried it? This guy is slim, young and beautiful. None of these apply to me, right? Yeah. So it's... Salt I, Can I be vinegar. very honest? It's got to be. If, if it's an open bag of chips and a chippy, it's salt, vinegar, salt. Oh, Nice. FPL Calypso, bacon fries or scampi fries? Bacon, all day long. I'm not a scampi person. Scampi fries always reminds me of this girl in a bar in Yeah, King's I remember. Cross. We told I've that told story <laughs> before on Patreon only. So that's a good reason to get onto patreon.com. Uh, yeah, I'm going bacon, bacon fries. fries all day long. Bancy Castle, the Pedro Porro Screamer or Stephen Carr Thunderbolt? Which one was better? Oh, Stephen Carr against Man United. Porro's techniques. Wow. Stevie Carr meant, meant a bit more at the time as well. It was against Manchester United with treble winners at the time. It was an important league game. Um, whereas with respect, yeah, brilliant goal, but didn't quite have the occasion Friday night. Uh, so, yeah, St- Stephen Carr's goal against Manchester United is one of my favourite of the Tottenham goals. Is there any case, a few people have asked about holding Salah. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, there is. I thought about this because in theory, it saves you two transfers. I think a lot of people have been selling it down the idea of value. So it's like, oh, I bought Salah at 12.5. He's 13.2 or whatever he is today. I don't want to lose the value. I'm going to end up buying him back up more than I sell him. Right. Correct. And it'll be similar for people like me with Sun, although I'm less convinced about going back to Sun. But Salah, with what we're looking at, you're definitely probably going to want back. By keeping him, you, you're saving two transfers, right? One, you don't sell him. Two, you don't buy him back. The, prob- the massive problem is, if I don't sell him, it just makes it an absolute nightmare to get to Holland. So to get to Holland, I really need to sell to Salah. And then to get Salah back, I Trent. need to bin some of these other bits. Yeah, but if Trent's got the double, he ain't going anywhere, is he? It's the budget, though. 
If if Liverpool got the double in twenty five, Trent ain't going nowhere, mate. Yeah, I understand. I understand. So you need. So I have them all. This is where I wouldn't want to say someone like Watkins. I absolutely wouldn't want to get rid of, but this is part of the idea of a discussion of being in template players. And their fixtures are brilliant, by the way, up until the end of March. But him and Watkins to like a Jimenez makes my life so easy to get something like Salah. And when it matters, what's going to be most important to me? By the way, I've looked at a different solution that involves keeping Watkins. But I'm just saying, people will have that sort of problem. Now, if you can get to Haaland, if you don't own, easy and keep Salah... I don't mind it as much. I think Salah be back in 24 is the most likely. But it could be 25. It could be later. Imagine he misses the double. That would be carnage. Son, I think he's more likely to be 25. Because I think South Korea would be projected to get to the Asia Cup final. Them and Japan are the two favourites. Okie dokie. Uh, listeners, that's your chip special. Uh, there will be obviously more conversation around this as the picture unfolds. But we do hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did... Give it a like or a thumbs up or uh, share the podcast on socials. Leave us a review. Jump in the comments with your thoughts around any rearrangements as well um, because all of that kind of stuff helps us grow and promote the show. As James has mentioned, if you're interested in supporting the show, then you can have it over to Patreon. A lot of perks over there, additional content, Slack planner, channel. Which you can visualise uh, and see free, everything I just discussed. Ad-free podcasts and a bunch of other stuff as well. So uh, make sure you jump over to patreon.com if you want to support the show. Other than that, most importantly, stay safe. Look after yourselves. I'm going to say stay warm as well because it's Baltic in England. Look after yourselves. Can I do a plug Shout before we finish? A plug? Yeah. Go on. For FPL 10. Yeah, yeah, do it because that's uh, the best place to plan out your Absolutely. future strategy. Absolutely. The essential bit of FPL kit for me is FPL team and being able to plan ahead and look at what your team will look like in future weeks. There's a tab on there as well which allows you to input my projected fixtures. Remember, they are Projected doesn't mean predictions, it's just projected, right? A projection can be a really low percentage, but it allows you to look at, say, what 25 would look like with those doubles in there, and you can move fixtures around to wherever you want them if you have your own preferences. Yep, indeed. Stay safe, look after yourselves, chat for now. Thanks, everyone. As always, play it your way. Good luck. Cue music, please, man child. Sports Social Podcast Network.